This is episode 336 of Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Will Glorious Burden Hegwood. And tonight I'm joined by Marcel. The sky is falling, Manzano. Uh, yeah, we went from first place to uh, if we lose, we could be eliminated. Wow. Isn't that fun? What? what? Uh, an experience. Uh, we also have Orion slipping through time. Stan Zuski. I could be five years ago, three years ago, ten years ago, or ten years from now. Who knows? And we have James for all time Ritter. Uh, yeah, for all time till the end of time. Uh, Before we jump into some of our main topics, I got to talk to you about uh, who uh, is our podcast episodes are brought to you by, and that's our GSB Patreons. Becoming a Patreon makes you part of the largest group of our supporters of what GSB does. They get access to Patreon-only channels on our Discord, and Dion has posted the shareable art from our past projects. So you gotta go check out patreon.com slash gold squadron to become a Patreon today. Now, uh, we have a world qualifier we want to talk about. So let me get that pulled up. This is a Western Canadian world open qualifier. Looks like here. Uh, it was in the town of Burnaby, British Columbia. So let's get that pulled up and we can start talking about the uh, winning list. Uh, so let's see here. Who's in our final? We had uh, these 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 real better names. Uh, Jokas versus Plur. And we have coming out on top two torrents. Uh, pretty impressive. Uh, we're gonna say, take a look at what Jokast was flying here. Maybe. Nope. Oh, Will, you should you should remember uh, that that's Jorge, who, who ran the Six oh, Republic list yes. at Worlds. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. And PLR is Paul Larue. Paul Larue. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jorge Castaneda. Uh, oh, I had to click view summary, don't I? There we go. Then we can check out the last two lists here. Paul LaRue facing off against Jorge. So, <laughs> uh, named this list Clones Together Strong. Uh, we have uh, Jag, Wolf, Oddball, Kickback. So, those are the. the those first three were Arcs, Jack, Wolf, Oddball. These are all Siege of Coruscant ships. So they have that front to back. They have the, the Born for This ability as well. Uh, we also have Kickback and Axe in the Torrents. Both of them being the 3.1s. Kickback with that I-5 Diamond Boron. Axe with the Initiative 3 Barrage Rockets. And then the... Last ship to make it a full six here is Boost with Predator. Not uh, the typical, like, dedicated slider we've seen. This Boost coming out there with that start of engagement reposition. Uh, 
what is your thoughts on uh, ditching the, the, the Padmes, the Anakins, any, any of the Jedi in the Republic and, and going for this two-torrent combination? Uh, how about you, James? I mean, you, it's, it, oh, it's, it's brave. Uh, uh, not, not having any of that force uh, mm -hmm. to fall back on, but uh, clones together are strong uh, because sharing that focus and evade from those torrents around uh, could really uh, make a arc or even a torrent very tanky. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Rob, and just make target priority terrible. That, that is one of the strengths when everybody has the same tokens. Uh, there's nobody left defenseless out there. Ryan, you're going to say something? Oh, it was, just, it was interesting to see that Hori decided to stick with his it very well-practiced six-clone list, just adapting it to the new age of it, where Oddball is four points, and, uh, you know, the V-Wings that used to be available are now four points as SOC. And yeah, the, the boost was a more interesting choice. I, I definitely expected Slider when I saw the initial silhouettes of like what the ship chassis were. I figured it was mm -hmm. all the SOC arcs and the two SOC torrents. I was like, oh, it's probably Slider in there. Like going for boost. I didn't expect that. Um, but hey, you know, stardom engagement boost action can be pretty neat. Like a higher initiative ship. Oh, I got you. Psych, I'm out. <laughs> Leaving. Right. What um, what an interesting bait ship as well. Uh, if be, using the clone uh, is kind of just like target practice for the rest of the list, but with those born for this, is it should have like unlimited focuses available for defense, which would make that four health chassis hard to take out. Mm hmm. And there's there's likely times. My guess is knowing how. He played his list originally at Worlds with two arcs. I think the three arcs kind of just get shoved into the fight and the torrents are kind of uh, lagging behind a little bit so that they can they they could supply tokens to the arcs and or uh, boost so that they take as little amount of damage in the first engagement as possible so that both torrents are just evading behind those arcs. And then when the arcs get into the scrum and make things really messy and hard to uh, navigate through, that's where Axe and Kickback go for their like Diamond Boron Missile on Kickback or Barrage Rocket on Axe and don't take those evades anymore because everything's bumping into arcs everywhere if they're getting into the, the, the messy part of the fight. Yeah, so as a note, Axe's ability for the Siege of Coruscant gives a born for this ship in their side arc a, a lock on the defender so they perform an attack and then give a lock to somebody else uh, but i think that only really benefits jag i think because everybody else would shoot before axe yeah that would be the case unless it's something for like you know pass a lock off for next turn type of thing sure I mean, with Wolf being able to use anybody's target lock uh, could be advantageous. Or, or what you were talking about, kickback. Like, here you go, kickback, shoot your diamond born next round. So some interesting play uh, through these. They kind of born for this clones here. I know 
uh, Steven in uh, Team USA has been flying the six ship. Uh, he's got click in there, um, but still uh, the the six clones uh, very strong in uh, any combination there. But let's take a look at Paul's list. Then got into the final table uh, with five fo has Kylo Ren in the Whisper, Jamie Sweet, Brilliant Evasion, Malice, Predator, Pattern, no missile at all on Kylo, Wraith, or Wrath, rather, with the uh, Enhanced Jamie Sweet as well, Predator, Marksman, Pattern, and Ion Cannon, so the Whispers love the Pattern Analyzer because they can do those white-linked actions on Enhanced Jamie Sweet before they get hit with the stress, so you could barrel roll and jam or focus jam uh, even while doing those red maneuvers we have midnight with fanatical and pattern analyzer captain or commander Malaris with cluster missiles and the last ship here is grudge um, that is the reroll your bombs bomber at four points gets cluster mines thermal detonators skilled bombardier and feedback ping. Uh, so both the kinds of bombs have reroll effects, uh, but no munitions on grudge either. So really coming in uh, using the strength of the, the bomber. Um, so what do you think about putting the bomber in this kind of AC first order list? I mean, it's uh, not that much different from putting the the um, Deathfire. What is it called? Yeah, there the you go. Deathfire. Deathfire. Yeah. Yeah, the Imperial Deathfire, just to go in there and uh, you know, especially with cluster mines being able to boost cluster mine, thermal detonators dropping out there and making people reroll, uh, skilled bombardier to give more range, uh, feedback ping in because it's free point. By by last point. Um, in yeah, I mean, there's a free point. Like, why not? So, I mean, it. I mean, it makes sense. I don't think a lot of people are are, are doing it. He's four points. I think that's that's kind of yeah. what hurts a little bit. There's there's two that, three point uh, bombers, uh, that you could choose instead. But yeah, there's two three point bombers, but also you can just go with something like um, isn't Ember four points for example? Ember, like in, Lahuse, any, yeah, pretty that, much any yeah, that's not quick draw. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so you get a legitimate three with with Lahue's, you get an I five three attack fix health mm -hmm. uh, that can potentially be double modded if you go the whole proud pattern analyzer. I mean, um, does and, it make sense? Yes. Use... Is it better than would he have gotten as far or done better with Lahue's, for example? I don't know, probably because um, like if you give me this version of grudge or one of the natural three attack options i'm gonna go with a three attack option i might even go with a three point three attack option like dt or mm -hmm. or scorch uh, i think you get more out of that and then just bump one of your um actually there's nothing to bump but yeah, it turns out FO doesn't have a six-point ship, so uh, midnight. I mean, figure out something else. Midnight's yeah. kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, I would sure, probably sure. go, like, DT, 
you know, DT scorch, Malris, Red, Kylo, and whatever. But yeah, I mean, just the whole thing. I mean, I will say overall, as much as we talk about what we're used to seeing in the four-point slot for FL being the Hughes mainly, Ember thrown in there every once in a while, Phasma and every once in a while, if you like, you have two four-pointers or multiple. Um, we've basically seen. You know, we look it up right now, but there's been almost zero attempts to even try these these Fombers at four points. It's really only been the three-point ones. Right. The amount of times grudge has been taken in an event, like since the since the most recent since the points update back in end of May, right. grudge has only shown up in twenty four events, like total, all. That's it. It's like nothing. Um. So I mean, is it is it a very disruptive piece? Yeah, probably. Um. It's it's how very helpful to have boost on that chassis, all let alone the boost and system and then drop bomb type of thing. Um, I mean, it's, it's worth trying stuff, right? Like we're not at worlds yet. Um, <laughs> Ballaroo yeah, felt more comfortable with this and found a lot of people. Maybe it was sort. Of, maybe it was an effect of oh yeah, it does this thing. Oh oh, that's a lot of damage. Crap. Like uh oh. <laughs> people just not remembering what, what grudge can really do to you and how the fombers can be effective when they do have that much of ammunition to use against you and grudge's ability um in the long run will it be one of the four pointers that actually makes some sense to take over the use i have no idea uh, obviously three die guns that can be double modded. It depends on in their situational way, whether it's proud pattern on the Hughes or whether it's uh, Ember on a flank, not being looked at. So you can use tie BA's ability for focus target lock. I mean, those are more straightforward. They're very obvious things that could contribute. They contribute with their guns It's much more. Um, yeah, you, you can calculate those things out. You can figure what they can contribute numerically. Grudge is a pure positional, uh, disruptor, area denial, and yeah, by the numbers, you're going to do some way more damage with your bombs than most other bombers in the entire game, or anyone who carries bombs. But um, it's it's not a it's it's not an easily tangible thing to grasp onto for any player to understand what it can contribute without understanding how it moves, how easily or how what what it does get burned down to, like how how to keep it from getting just taken off the board immediately. I mean, there is somewhat of a target priority concern here, right? I mean, Lehuse would offer similar target priority because you don't want him mm -hmm. to start doing red moves all over you and getting double mods. Like, the right. goal for Lehuse is to kill him before he starts doing his red moves. But, I mean, there's... I mean, Grudge can garner a lot of attention. So can Wrath and Wily. You don't want Wrath getting two shots the entire game on you. He's easily the... He's much easier to kill than Kylo. Um... Kylo's still killable though, right? I mean, they're both five points. I sure would want to kill if I can kill Wrath off the board quick. I'll do it, but Kylo is the longer-term threat. So, yeah, true. Yeah, because Mowers and Midnight, you can prop like a, as an opponent. I wouldn't pay too much attention to Mowers and Midnight. I would try to mitigate any cluster missile things. I would not make it easy for Midnight to just get a lock and do whatever Midnight <laughs> wants to do. But there's clearly three main targets in this list. It's the two whispers and grudge. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll see if, if more people try grudge and it works out. Maybe there's something to look at.
All right, as someone who's been flying a lot of Imperial, the addition of bombs in my list, uh, even if it's not automatic damage, but it's an automatic like effect like uh, ions, has been uh, huge uh, to disrupt enemies and uh, deal out some ex the extra couple of damages you need. And I could I could see that transition over into FO as well. Yeah. I mean, obviously but, the main difference is grudge is four points whereas all those good bombs can exist in three points i mean to be honest right now in empire um it's not about sat salvo barrage rockets it's about the mass ion bombs the death fire carrying proton bomb condornet the control level and area denial in empire is ridiculous right it's so good uh yeah i started putting bombs on my countdown too uh more bombs uh, but the uh, the cluster mines basically rolling like three dice because uh, you get two dice and then the reroll uh, sound very accurate uh, for damage. But it's actually, you know what, I was going to say for the end, but this is actually a, a great transition. Uh, we'll come back to the the rest of the world qualifier top four and maybe we can find some interesting lists to take a look at. But this grudge does uh, fit right into our question of the week. Steve. Uh, from our Discord, asks us, uh, how much value is a list people aren't expecting? Uh, you know, playing against Han or Arcs or whatever, you know you know more or less how to approach that list. Uh, if you haven't playtested against a list at all, how valuable is that unexpectedness? And I feel like Grudge is a perfect example of if you haven't played against those cluster mines, they could surprise you about uh, where they can be put. Uh, so, Marcel, James, what's your input on uh, putting a unexpected list together for a tournament? Or just, you know, um, any game that you're trying to win. Yeah, I think it depends on... Um, if, if you're going unexpected list and you're taking... Um, components to the list that are are you know just like a different flavor of list that people are already taking probably not so much uh also if you're just taking pure efficiency where there's not a lot of triggers it's just like pure efficiency and people can figure out like yeah a bunch of white wings i know it's gonna take a while to shoot through them not so much I, but if, if it's i wouldn't say like combo wing but if it's if it's mechanics or uh, things that are tricky in terms of like identified target priority, where where you know again looking at Grudge and you say like well Grudge is kind of like not that big of a deal he's not going to do that much damage in the long run so I'm going to focus on these other things because I know there's missiles coming from Malris I know there's this coming from this ship, um, and you ignore something that is good I think that's probably where where that element of surprise comes in is um, where, again, not so much combo wing, because combo wing can surprise people, but also, you know, it, you know, combo wing relies on, on A plus two, you know, one plus two equals four. And 
sometimes you can't get that one plus two. So it's one plus two equals four. But if you don't get the one plus two, it's like one plus two equals negative seven. <laughs> uh, and, and then you're just in trouble. But I think it's it's more along the lines of like not having somebody not understand target priority or having somebody not understand um, what should should they be focused on. For example, if you got Han uh, in in the Rebels and then you've got Han Luke and all of a sudden you add something like, uh, let's say, you know, we were talking about it a week or two ago. You add something like Rourke, who uh, Rourke is the one that, that boosts you up to seven, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But and you got something like you know Han Luke and then Rourke or Rourke and another thing that is low initiative that could potentially do a lot of damage, and you and you you're like, well, Han Luke is my the danger, and then all of a sudden this initiative seven monstrosity, whether. You know, let's say Rourke Chopper. So now you got Rourke <laughs> Chopper with, with you know, with like, um, what is that? Uh, with Saw throwing like five crits at you. Mm-hmm. You know, then then you're like, oh, there's five crits coming at me at initiative seven. You know, so it's those type of things probably where, where you're going to get the most value. It's just um, uh, having people misunderstand target priority more so than... I don't know. That's that, that that's what I think. Uh James. Uh yeah, I think I mean I, I when I when I when no one else is flying Padme, uh coming to an event and having to explain Padme to all four of my opponents every time, uh it it definitely gives a certain value to the list for sure. Uh especially when um they get caught off mid combat too. It's like, well, I'm going to save that focus for like that proton torpedo attack. It's like, well, you can save that focus, but it's only going to be a calc. It's only ever going to be a calculate. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely bring in something like Padme that could have a large effect that, but we just don't see too often. Uh, could be like, like, like Marcel said, like Rourke, where we don't see it very often. Uh, or even really any of the uh, less lesser used uh, hawks uh, coming in, like the, the scum ones are nasty too. They just have like mm. such like powerful abilities that can just kind of come out of left field and surprise you. Um, I think Halov is probably one of those because he, he's yeah he's ones that yeah. people forget. Like they yep. forget, but right. you know they're like. Because they're used to uh, the other two. They're used to Gamut and uh... Kanan. Kanan, thank you. Yeah. Or even Dace because he's efficient. But yeah, even Dace. is like, wait, wait, Palov is. Yeah, he steals tokens from where? (laughs) Like, I'll just just target lock him. Oh, you get rid of that too? (laughs) Well, what if we just (laughs) shot him? Oh, it gives me bad tokens for shooting him? Why is this five health chip bullying me? Yeah, by the time <laughs> they've committed all of this, their target like uh I I think you identified the the real advan- advantage is that target priority. Right. Um, the like even just a couple shots onto the wrong target uh could cost you rounds um 
I remember playing. Uh, the Canaan, Canaan, yeah, the Canaan feels bad too. Where uh, you you oh, shoot right. like you shoot Canaan, and he gets it like a force back, and it's like, well, mm -hmm. I, he took my three die down to a two die, and then he blocked both of them. But mm -hmm. like, he definitely can't do that again. Uh, and he right. does it again. It's like, well, he definitely can't do it again, right? <laughs> he does it again. It's like you spent four yeah. three die attacks and you did two damage, one damage to Kanan. Right. Um, I mean, I think that the Malorus used to be that kind of like weird time fighter. It was like, why is this time fighter just flying out my whole force? And then you <laughs> pop you that commit up. everything to it, right? You target lock it and you don't you don't do anything. To it, yeah. The uh, these V wings with born for this have been the same thing. I'm just like, why is this contrail right in front of me? And I was like, it only has five focus tokens. So, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. is this the right target to be shooting at? Yeah, yeah. Because if he if that guy rolls like even like at average or just above yeah. average greens, you are not going to yeah. do like. More than two damage to him. Right. Plus control abilities and some other interesting things. So uh, I think yeah. that is if so the to leverage an unusual list, you really got to be messing with that target priority. Uh, interesting stuff. I'm, I'm sure Paul, uh, after that first cluster bond goes down, uh, people were like, OK, this thing has got to go. And now I'm like, you're going to start. <laughs> well, there is only one cluster. There's only one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. The first cluster uh, mine goes down, like, he doesn't have It's too late that. now. It's yeah, too, late too late now, buddy. Yeah. It's already happened. It, yeah. And also, that skilled bombardier throwing <laughs> uh, down uh, at, at two. Yeah, yeah. There's probably better, like, overall grudge builds. But if you are just trying to drop cluster mines on somebody in the system phase. And um, this this would be the way to do it. Yeah, what, after a boost. Yeah, the boost uh, to back drop, and just hit like boost over somebody you blocked as well. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we'll and say, then each each of those cluster get rerolls. On the uh, unexpected stuff, mm -hmm. um, you better. Because some people, when they look at something like, oh, I'm going to try this thing. No one's trying it. First thing to make sure is that you know what you're doing is legal. <laughs> is it? Is it? Are you doing it correctly helpful. or not? Because I, 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 I object. <laughs> of course. This wasn't even meant to be a shot of ourselves. It's just like, I've done this myself. I've done like, and I know what people have. They like, because I, I, I especially know because my locals come to me and they're like, hey, how come people aren't using this thing because you could do this thing and this thing? Like, cause it doesn't work that way. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I, th I think in our responded GSP channel, someone was like, Oh yeah, we don't have to worry about Gar Saxon on. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're like, yeah why aren't people on... putting on Gar Saxon on Mandel for like, it seems like a great combination. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you, you can't. You can't so... That would do um, it, wouldn't it? Yeah. So one, make sure your unexpected thing doesn't unexpectedly <laughs> make you cheat. Um, make sure it's legal. Two, make sure you know the rules of everything that interacts with it. And not just like a, a down like rules only thing, but understand uh you got like you're the one flying it, right? I I would not recommend your quote unexpected curveball to be like it's like 11 p.m. the night before and you're packing your stuff 
and you're like, I haven't tried this thing. I just thought of it. I'm going to try it because then tomorrow you're going to be running it for the first time like ever. Or even if it's the second or third time, it's still probably like it's unexpected to you as well. As much yeah, as it's going to be a curveball to your plane. Yeah, exactly. More than your opponent. Like if, if you're trying this like work stuff with also with like uh, like trying to swarm tactics it. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe go back and read some of the, uh, like read the card, read the rule, read the card, read the rule, and then Honestly, check I, the form. I take that as a personal attack. No. No. <laughs> stop reading. No, I agree. Just stop reading the card after the good stuff. Yeah, after the good stuff, it says gaze in a of seven. Full stop. Continue shooting. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so yeah like you should be like if you are bringing the unexpected thing you should feel extremely comfortable with it and you should have also tested it against all the normal matchups you would you would normally you would likely face in an event like right now if i wanted to test something out i try it against both versions of han whether it's the four ship or five ship i would try it against vader or rack with bombers i would try it against five ship resistance and i would try it against triple arc republic that's your that 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 is your like this is the bar right if you don't meet this bar can't be make a competitive game against those things your unexpected thing might just be a neat thing you can do on local nights but in a tournament you might find that you, sure you catch a couple people in swiss off guard but if you net a couple wins you're starting to get to people who are a little more experienced more likely or have maybe seen something like that or thought of something like that because spoiler no one here is the only person to ever think of any single thing in x-wing there's yeah. there's enough minds in x-wing to have like you you are not the only one to think of a thing now you may have been one of the few to act on it doesn't mean a person who's playing across from you had thought or considered what you've brought as the unexpected piece so uh, you need to make sure you feel like you're a master at this. You don't need to be the best. Like there's always someone better at anything, right? But you need to feel comfortable enough to where you're the master at it to yourself. I've I've tested this out. I've tried a couple openings. I've faced off against some things. I I have a feeling for where its threshold is against this matchup, this matchup, this matchup, and I know when I joust with it or not joust with it, etc., etc., etc. Right? And my only example that I can call back to my own memory for what I've tried before is the last first edition worlds. Like, I don't think anyone expected uh, the resistance bomber crimson specialist mm. to show up in the crimson top eight, specialist. but also no one expected the robots to be winning that whole event either. Right. There's, a, you know, people who became master masters of their own comfort level on those things. Tests like I knew going into that world's, that I would like most likely punt the Ghost Fen matchup, but I would feel extremely good against every single matchup with Lorik Fen or Lorik and Ashithapede Rebel Regen stuff. I dumpstered that. It was great. And luckily, I never faced the Ghost Fen, and I faced a whole bunch of those like Rebel Bunker things. Okay. Uh, yeah, so identifying what your silver bullet is made to be shot at, also very helpful. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot less silver bullety things now with objectives mm -hmm. and how the game is now balanced versus 1.0. There were a lot of like you lost in list building phase because your opponent brought some other list that just 
hard countered it or brought a bigger bid. Damn. God, I'm so glad bids aren't a thing anymore. <laughs> uh, hopefully not. Hopefully we'll never see that card that lets you change the road roll. We'll see. Can Han? Can, never can said it'd be Han? possible. I know. We, I know. We speculated because, like, why would they make dice if you couldn't modify it? Like, oh, I I'm pretty like sure that. they answered that in a stream a long time ago. They are never touching that. Yeah, I want that's... that elite talent that adaptive. You can go plus one or plus or minus one. Oh, adaptability. Yeah, plus one or minus one during, in your initiative. during this. Yeah, yeah if they made it during the system phase. During the system phase. Yeah, you change your initiative. Yeah. That about, no. about, about the only have thing. consequences. You have to choose it in the end phase for the next round. In oh, the, the end phase. phase. Wow. Yeah, you don't get to know the road oh. roll. You don't get to know the road roll. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> it would actually be, have to be worth points if it was after the road roll, right? It's after road roll. It'd be a lot of points. Yeah, it'd be a lot of points. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm actually yeah. going to make my initiative. Actually, right. I, I, I think that would be pretty cool with a max of like four like you may not go beyond Wait, initiative that... four like that. yeah adaptability and then like you may not go to initiatives above four or something like that so no i think if it only went down it couldn't go up anymore if you if you could really yeah. lower your movement initiative no yeah. i would say from zero to four like it'll take a three to four or a one to two but yeah going to five or six would be silly no only uh, only would be kind of but, yeah, can, can, can you imagine that grudge just like coming up and dropping a cluster mine on Vader and one shotting Vader? I I was gonna ask you the if anybody knew offhand what the average damage would be. It's like with the reroll. Well, it's like so you one get two point. dice rolls per cluster, and it does hits or crits. So 50, like you okay. have fifty percent chance on each die roll to get a successful result. Rolling and two then the of rerolls. Them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can reroll. Uh, one dice out of your pool. So first one's fifty-fifty, and the next one is. I think it's an 25. average of one. Was it one point five damage then? I think so. Yeah, I think it's one point five on each on each cluster. Okay, that checks out. Because your fifty percent chance to do two damage, at the initial roll, and then you're you're upping that up just a little bit as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. So at least one, if not two, damage on each of those. Yeah. 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 I assume. So, yeah. Somebody losing their, their uh, main the very piece. least. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, take shields off of Vader, but <laughs> could be getting in a hole. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. Interesting. The last time I ever thought about the grudge math was reminding myself when I was trying a Republic. Oh yeah, grudge with Prox Mines literally has a straight fifty percent chance to just kill an Ada. Yeah, yeah. Because Proxmine does the auto <laughs> one, and then you have the two dice to do two more damage, and Ada only has three all in most yeah. cases. So, yeah. Oh, good, this good is why choice. I don't play Ada's right now. <laughs> yeah, look out uh, for that. Luckily, only drops, no launches on that. All right, well, let's keep going in here. I got the other two lists for the top four pulled up here. This is K. Helendros list i uh, ended up losing to uh jorge but had brought an empire list oh no it's the set salvos we got tomax bren set salvo 
Barrage Rockets, Bomblet, Jonas with the same loadout. Uh, Major Rhymer um, rocking Ion Bombs and the same Barrage Rockets. Uh, the terrible trio there uh, with their uh, heavily modified Barrage Rockets. And then what the rest of the list brings that launching Deathfire and maybe the meanest ship and empire rear admiral Chernow with death troopers darth raider agile ruthless and the electronic baffle uh so broad enough bombs and everybody else didn't need a bomb on uh, rear admiral as well uh this kind of list continues to be uh, very effective i mean the it's the what do I, how do i want to describe it uh, it's the rebel one forward to victory again, where these bombers don't need to do a lot to be effective, fly next to each other, put their guns out all on the same target, right? Keep those arcs wide. Uh, the trick here is getting that death fire who I hate originally or hated originally. Uh, now I see the value because it's only three points. Uh, so I've been putting them in every single list. The ability to launch the bomb in the like round two is just so powerful. I don't, not a lot of people understand. Like, it's it's almost like the perfect engagement zone. If if Deathfire three banks and then four forwards or four forwards and three banks from the center of the board, Deathfire will find you. Uh, but it's kind of that same like disruption tactic that we were talking about, to where it's like. How much do you really want to invest in this weird ship coming at you? When you should be probably worried about those highly accurate barrage rockets. So yeah, very effective here. I love to see these Empire lists with no three agility. Just rocking uh, the chunk, if you will. Um, but not... and firepower. I'm sorry? Like, if, if, if chunk and firepower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about we, how about we have health and shoot good? And we'll we'll figure everything else out. Have health, shoot good, make makes makes make this big zone very bad for you. Uh, yeah. Also, I mean, tons of auto damage. Yeah, so, so many yeah. bombs and Vader I, and. I'm pretty sure every single Fenrau hated seeing this ever. It's bombs. It's Sat Salvo. It's Vader crew, and Deathfire. Deathfire alone can put. A fang in jail just guess where you don't get to play where i am <laughs> it turns out i'm in the middle of the board so yeah, why don't you, you can't go, why don't you go grab an objective there finrao yeah. yeah let's go do something else you get <laughs> oh, to play man. later the uh to me deathfire uh as good as the launching ability is the uh the the fo impression he does with that swift approach uh, if you drop a bomb in the system phase, you can boost or barrel roll. Man, the amount of times that I've been able to drop the counter net in just the worst position possible for my opponent. And then barrel roll, white barrel roll. And then you can even link that barrel roll into a lock. And then just like move forward and bump somebody. Uh, it's just so, yeah. so powerful. Uh, how Keep in mind, you can also do that swift approach while stressed. You can't link stressed. it into the lock no. while stressed, but you can still barrel roll while stressed. Uh, yeah, the, or boost. like a 3k, and then drop your counter net boost into a three forward. Uh, like, man, Deathfire just, like, doesn't leave the fight. 
really makes me miss the FO bombers. So he's also really good at just grabbing a box and then turning away and say, and like doing a three turn away from you and either launching a bomb behind him or saying, all right, come get me through my constant wall of bombs. I'm <laughs> dropping behind as you try and chase me. I don't think I've chased ever me through my bombs reloaded anything as much as Deathfire oh. is out there reloading. Reloading is very worth it on Deathfire. Yeah, the, the moment you're not turning around and not, you don't have any more bomb charges, start reloading. Don't turn back. Reload them proton bombs. You can't reload the Connernet, though. Don't forget. Don't Cannot forget. get that charge back. Boy, if you could, <laughs> there would be no, a lot Don't let us get, get the bombs out or get the mines out again. Yeah, very, very exciting uh, to see. Uh, sad to see no X1 Vader out there, but um, ah, Vader crew better. Well, I will move on to the other top four here. Matt LaRock's list bringing a 5X squad. Of course, we have LOSC out there with Heavy Laser and Ferrosphere Paint. Vanessa Doza, that's the Barrage Rockets, one to two out your rear arc. Has also Marksmanship. Tim and Wexley. That's a boost and snap out there with Heavy Laser and R6D8. Squad Predator Droid. Uh, Carcoon. Uh, that's the Daredevil booster with Afterburners, of course. And then Nimi with the Ferrisphere Paint. M9G8 uh, Droid equipped as well. Nimi converts blanks to eyeballs when attacking higher initiative ships. So notably, no Jess Pava in this squad. Who I would have considered blasphemy to me. Yeah, I would have considered you know heresy. Uh, we were pretty much called any three X L O snap Jess plus two. Mm -hmm. uh, but no. Uh, what what do you think uh, that is? Uh, takes a cure over Nimi or cure Doza and Nimi over Jess or any of the other. Uh, y wings or A wings, anything else you can take at four points. Usually, when I don't see a Jess, it's just because people don't want to have lower than initiative four. But that Nimi's right there, so like that's not that's not the argument that I would think occurs with this. Um, Nimi well, is pretty good still. Yeah, Nimi has like a weird effect where she's not really initiative two because uh, she packs such a big punch. Well, I mean. Initiative doesn't equate to our firepower. We know that yeah. with Jess and Nimi. Yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah. Nimi's initiative super matters because she does need to hold on to that focus for her shot to matter as well as much as it does. Right. On top of being initiative two, so she's very init killable. It doesn't really well, have she, any she, better defense overall. Um, I, mean, I think she Jess, just pa Jess at least target. has defensive rerolls. Yeah. Just paints a big target on her back that says, you have to, you have to deal with me. And then don't worry about elotioning heavy lasers mm. with the reroll. I mean, I'd like there's... to note that mathematically, and just the fact that you can use a range one, I'm surprised more people aren't taking crack shot instead of HLC. Because crack shot is a point cheaper. You don't really get much more by with that point, but you get to use it at range one, which is super scary for a ton of ships. And I think. The expected damage output between the two is either the same or favors crack shot actually. And if you and if, if the response is, well, what about like Arc 170s? I'm like, I think you paste Arc 170s anyway. You don't need HLC to kill. 
Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think the range three is, yeah, because, is a valuable enough. Yeah, because getting those... But you could still you use know, crack shot at range on, three. Yeah, but it still helps. It helps get those... Uh, especially the Arc 170s with oddball around and guaranteeing that your shit, your hits are not, not going to be criticals and you're going to be lighting up some nice four basic hits on, on an opponent. Um... Yeah, once with those three arcs around, I think the heavy laser cannon just way more effective no. and easier. Now I would, up. I would agree. Like facing off against Paul's list here, that Matt uh, ended up losing against. Like Crackshot probably would have been better because you're only gonna get like one bullseye attack a game, and it's probably gonna be range one when these other higher initiatives close in on you. But I would say for like. 70% of other games, when you're looking at arcs, when you're looking at masked beef uh, from the Empire, or even just against other resistance list, I still think it would be better. Do you also have that awkward one point? What are you doing with the extra one point then? Just slapping like marksmen? No. Oh, yeah. No. no I don't care. I, I, I like Crackshot more than HLC baseline. Okay. Interesting take for it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, 5X, uh, even with some of these more interesting pilots thrown in there, still, still very effective. As long as, if you're practicing out there with your 5X, start closing your wings more often. Do the linked bear roll. It's so powerful. Especially with Vanessa. She has the barrage rockets. Pretty Doesn't neat. Doesn't stop your barrage rockets out the rear. No, it does not. Uh, let's see. Is there any of these four other lists uh, that I you want to talk about? I'm pulling them up right here to take uh, a look. See, there is a uh, well. There's a couple of, like interesting tweaks. Um, there's a blue tricycle with a non-Han rebel. Uh, but just went the Bodica Finrau, Hera, Luke Sabine, uh, which is definitely not. Uh, I thought we haven't seen it before, uh, but it is uh, good to see. Uh, Rebels that haunt. Say blue blue tricycle. I was like the wrong mm -hmm. one. Sorry. Blue tricycle. Okay. Yeah. And then there's also a uh, three arc and Obi Anakin Ada. So taking a, a very thematic siege course on with a Obi Anakin. So just a little instead of taking that Padme, you take Obi. Uh, that must be. That's Knuckle, yeah. Knuckle. Okay. Which I, th okay. I assume oh, is the okay, Andrew Knuckle. Uh, no, no. I mean, this is in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is in Canada. Canada, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. So throwing the the Obi Wan Ada in there, I mean, they do have such powerful synergy between them. When you could really get in some repositioning, of some post maneuver repositioning uh, through their abilities. Yeah, post post repos post maneuver double reposition, and you still have an action. Right. Yeah. So that's pretty powerful. Okay. So not not too much exciting there. 
for that I, was I the... do you think the other empire list is has some interesting loadout choices okay sans yeah, uh, up here sans soft blues mm-hmm. um i mean we got deathfire there cool got telmax with sat several barrage rocket but no bombs munitions fail say feedback ping interesting we got rack he's got seismic charges instead of ruthless and baffle i'm a little iffy on that baffles super good on rack actually matters a ton and so is ruthless um then here's where some of the, the weird tweaks come in we've seen some people actually trying this out more recently with major rhymer with cluster missiles and just opting into like i have an ability as long as i get a lock i get to shoot it this cluster missile at from range zero to range three because it's a range one to two thing and major rhymer's ability is active for it mm -hmm. um how much the feedback ping comes into play not really sure well uh, you're, didn't you have you're, June? you're launching you're come death fire. a lot with deathfire oh true launching with deathfire yeah sure. yeah. yeah it's gonna yeah. be hard to avoid that one <laughs> yeah uh juno eclipse though so we've seen the four point X ones being taken, mostly Merrick, but Juno still has some good play with passive sensors with that passive sensor action then boost. But the targeting synchronizer is a is interesting because it allows Juno, if she's not gonna be in the fight, to still provide a lock to someone. Like say she's leaving the fight and she's gonna go do objective things because she's like close to dead or needs to go do an objective thing to help out. Um, it's still passive sensor and go paint a, a target for someone like Rhymer. Use his uh, still have targeting synchronizer or use target synchronizer to ignore the lock requirement uh, and just use a focus shot. Basically, it's probably not used a ton. It's not like any sort of like crazy Rude Goldberg machine stuff here, but it's it's something I notice is like that's not the common last three points I see on Juno often. It's usually for what I've seen, if you take passive sensors, it's probably Lone Wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She really misses Crackshot though. That passive sensors crackshot was so cool. <laughs> Lock boost. Lost one point of loadout. Shots. Well sorry, didn't lose one point of loadout. Crackshot went up by one point. Oh yeah. That's true. Um, I do like that, uh, but I've, I feel like the list is suffering from getting pulled in too many directions. Uh, trying to do Rare Admiral stuff and Juno's targeting uh, synchronizer with these feedback pings. But still, I mean, it's very close to what we've been seeing a lot of people go with. When you reach for that seven-point Rare Admiral, you don't get a lot of, um, in other games, we call them chaff, which is just like dumb line troops out there uh, trying to get shot at, right? Uh, which is the bombers. So a, a lot of people have taken Deathfire, Rhymer, Tomax. But yeah, big question on who that four-point finisher is. I, I don't mind, you know. I-5 reposition specialist out there. Seems pretty good. Uh, let's take a... We, we might as well just take a look at the other one here. He's a blue tricycles, got uh, the Hera, the Fangatani, more or less. Oh no, this does it. This has a Luke, no Benthic in it. So more of a, more like an Alpha Strike, Fang Alpha. Uh, then uh, Alexander Oler uh, brings a 5x uh, list uh, or 4x plus Juno, really. 
does take Elo, Demon, Wexley, Jess. Ops for a Kirkoon, though, with no uh, Afterburners. Interesting. Yeah, the Afterburners Kirkoon is like the one version of Kirkoon I think is really neat. Yeah, it yeah, looks like, like based I4. upon the upgrades I'm seeing here, Al Alexander really just wanted them heroics. Yeah, there yeah. You go. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's the uh, the trick there, isn't it? Well, very um, helpful on two green dice as a note. More helpful on two green dice than three, but I'd say there's a better allocation of loadout. But that's me. Like Tamit, so granted, I took heroic. I had that exact same Temin Wexley at Nova. But it wasn't because I picked Heroic first or second. I picked R68, Pharaohsphere, and I had two points left in an empty talent slot and literally mm -hmm. not much else that made a ton of sense. <laughs> so I was like, throw Heroic in there. Whatever. Sure. No, I mean, these uh, still look very scary. I mean, and honestly, the kind of like a macro view of the uh this particular tournament and some other ones we've seen is that i luckily it's a good thing that uh there isn't copy and paste list even with like the siege of coruscant right uh being so popular we still see variations in those squads going up to six, bringing in different four point pieces. So, uh, and then like the, everybody's loadout, uh, whether it's like a, your decimator or your X wings, um, the variation is good. When we used to see things like, Oh, is it outmaneuver grievous? Uh, that was, uh, I, I'm glad we've moved past those kind of pseudo-standard loadouts. I think just a couple honorable mentions because this was just a base top eight cut, which means mm -hmm. one of the four and twos made it in. Yeah, so, so there were there were letter. But if they were down to 15th rank four and two, one of them was a four HMP three vulture list. Mm, by Roger and another Roger. was I see that. another one was two fangs and a single fire spray just old T Fen Boba wow okay I mean got four wins with it mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying like, at stuff that nets some four wins here we got this other separatist uh, Zam uh, Dirge Vulture Hyena and HMP which separatist one was that? Uh, Jean Jean Luc. What number? Thirteenth. Thirteenth. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, the the true salad out there, huh? Yeah, with most of it droids minus a fire spray. But four, four, four HMPs yeah. and three vultures. I, I want uh, uh, James is done with separatists, but uh. We were looking always at something similar. Wait, is there a fourth vulture in there? No, there's only no, just three. Just three. seven ships. So they're bringing the the Geonosian prototypes yep. with synced Sync lasers. laser, discord, and clusters. Wow, 
Wow, indeed. That's a gunship right there. Need the clusters there? I, I don't really know. There's not wow. really much in the realm of, like, extra lock grabbing. Well, they don't really spend locks, though. No, but you need a lock to shoot the clusters. True. I mean, you have Kraken on board. One of them, so... Yeah. That first, that first round of engagement, if you can, grab some locks. No indie calc either. No room. They should have room. <laughs> Wait, Talked on your HMPs? Last week. Should... No, no. Uh, no indie calc on the vultures. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have Kraken, so... Yeah, but I don't want to waste a whole HMP just for Kraken. Feels bad. I want that HMP to shoot for real. Yeah. At least once. Give it one energy shell charge. Let me run K2B4, give all those vultures into calc, and then let oh, me have a gun on the other, 047. The other thing is the the whore chal um, ability to get a target lock action. Uh, yeah, get shut down. help them make a dangerous energy shell shot, that's for sure. Uh, it, the... it also it also gives the HMP rerolls. Mm. Yeah. Oh true. yeah, yeah yeah. If they shoot at the Horchal, then uh, no, they don't shoot lock. the Horchal. Oh, if they don't shoot the Vulture, that's right. If they shoot the HMP. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The the they... initiative is so low in this uh, list, though. That's terrifying to me. Mm -hmm. The Geonosians are initiative two, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So you We're have the only even number initiative in the whole droid army. So six Besides pilots four. in your list aren't even initiative three. Yep. But I mean, it's like things like this, right? Where they're facing off against Commander Malaris and like a bunch of I fives. Who cares, right? If three, if three's not enough, it, yeah, you might as well be yeah, initiative if, one. If three, if if you're not initiative four, then it really doesn't matter what your initiative is. I think. I, I, that's true because I've been uh, going, going back to that Deathfire. I've actually really enjoyed him being initiative too because I know he's always moving yeah. first. I know I can get yeah. into the positions I want. I'm pretty sure his ability is fully execute. Uh, fully execute, yeah, uh, for Deathfire. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you so. definitely want to be making sure that you execute that and getting below below threes uh, is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I love to see, I love to see that people are still trying out. I know the general consensus on those factions is pretty low, but, um, I know there's still people out here getting wins with them. I mean, the, those could have been all in the cut pretty easily. Yeah. If it wasn't for, uh, for a couple of draws. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was a couple draws. Uh, Jorge had two draws <laughs> to get him into the cut. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> I was very confused of this record, but uh, sure. <laughs> it works, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, that's a good record. As better than better than four one one four two zero. It's somehow, no loss. Be somehow better than uh, a lot of these. So, pretty awesome stuff right there. Uh, so congratulations again uh, to Jorge Castaneda getting the Western Canadian World Qualifier invite. Uh, yeah, pretty exciting stuff.
So hopefully they'll have some more in um, the next years. Let's go though into um, our last hour. We already hit the question of the week. That's right. Uh, so let me pull up our list of the week. I sent this over to the gentleman in our group chat after I forget what we we're watching, but I just remember we were talking about wanting the the bombers again. I forget what we were. I forget what we were talking about. What what came upon the conversation between us that uh, I wanted to see more FO bombers out on the field. Uh, so, and we've been talking up, uh, Marcel, you've been talking up these buoys uh, for so Ooh. long. I've been wanting to get them out. On well, the I didn't talk well. about them so long. I said they should be free, but okay. <laughs> well, what if you did have to pay for them? Well, I did uh, have to pay for them. <laughs> All right, so let me, uh, I'll, I'll pass this most of this over to you guys because I'm, I'm very interested in your thoughts, but I'll run down the list of what we're examining here. So this is a list that includes both buoys and uh, feedback ping. And to get feedback ping on all of your ships that aren't taking a buoy, you have to run Breach in the bomber. Uh, we have Scorch, Grudge, and Jewel Gerard. All of them can take a bomb, a munition, and feedback ping. Uh, then we have uh, Gideon Hask. I guess this pilot could be different. It could be Commander Malaris because they have the same loadout and everything. But I think Gideon's just a little bit better than Malaris. But uh, Gideon uh, currently has equipped sensor buoy, and then I figured targeting synchronizer must be thrown in there too. Um, which leaves them uh, eight loadout remaining. Uh, so let me. Uh, I, I well, I kind of sent you a link, so just use that link because I <laughs> when you okay. asked it. Well, uh, let, let's start with uh, this Gideon has these sensor buoy suites. Marcel, what? How are we going to elevate this Gideon Hask with the remaining loadout? Oh, you, you mean we're going ship by ship? Okay. I'll oh, just we'll start the com just guiding the conversation. Um, let's, okay. let's start. Okay. There. So that Gideon Hask, in what I sent over, I had uh, I well sensor buoys of and of course, mm -hmm. bio. Uh, I didn't have targeting computer. Oh, you didn't take the targeting computer. Okay. No, you don't need it because with all the feedback pings and everything else going on, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's whatever. Um, okay. And I had biohex codes, okay. So you can do the coordinate or jamming at distance. I had uh, agent Terex. That's uh, throw throw a calculate throw up one of your three calculates you have set aside, and then jams yeah. And then jams or calculates. And then mm -hmm. also had general hugs, which is uh, while you perform a coordinate action, you may feed it as read. And if you do coordinate up to two additional ships you, of the same ship type. Can you read that again? Type. Okay, general hugs. While you perform a white coordinate action. Oh, God, that, we need a targeting synchronizer for that, right? Yeah, hugs doesn't work like that. Uh, well, still, we'll just change that. So still like the biohex better than the 
Uh, we'll throw... We'll throw... A petty officer Denison during the activation or engagement phase after an enemy ship in your front arc at range 0 to 1 gains a red or orange token. If you are not stressed, you may gain a stress. If you do that, ship gains one additional token of that type. So basically, if anybody bumps into you and stresses, they'll be double stress, so they better have stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or you could uh, double jam with uh, Gideon as well, because they have white jam. You could take a stress and hand somebody two jam tokens. That is a possibility. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because you can do either of those two. And uh, our system. Yeah, I think the probably petty officer. Uh, okay. You can also go proud tradition. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do with this one. You can go proud. Yeah, he does have two talent slots as well, if you'd prefer. Yeah, you can do like proud marksman or, I don't know. There's a million things. But I think sensor buoy, biohex, and ancient tarots are, are three and then three points to to do whatever you like. Can Interesting. I add my own version there. Sure. No, let, with, let me... uh, what, the what do you sensor... think would, is a uh a good build uh sensor proud uh proud tradition targeting synchronizer hux and tech officer they actually use the hux Ooh, you are trying to hux it up here okay Huxing it. um that's interesting oh wait they all come in with focuses uh and uh they can still do evade no they have to reload it to evade that's silly <laughs> uh, yeah the, my only problem with the hux is that you're stressing them and you're stressing them maybe i think hux might be better if you're taking malaris then because you can let everybody move and then you can coordinate to who you need to i was actually looking at going up to malaris because mm -hmm. I, what's the what's the point of having gideon if you're just going to be using the clusters right uh, so, Gideon, Gideon's more for himself. Just so he himself, shoots a three dice attack. He shoots. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. I was also looking at uh, Terex in the as a pilot, um, and uh, getting the oh, but he doesn't really work with the bombers, does he? Darn. Mm, no, not really, because he he would have to keep all of his elicits. Uh, I was trying to fit in tyranny, but uh, does not work. The points don't work out. No, the points don't work out. Okay, all right. So yeah, then I I I think I'm still stuck on Gideon with a uh, or Malaris in that case with Malaris Yeah, interesting. Okay, I mean, especially if you didn't pick up the lock for your munitions. And we're, and Give the lock it. out. Yeah. yeah, make sure you can get your. Like locks. if they avoided the if they avoided the ping. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it does stress everybody. That hooks is very stressful. It it is stressful. Yeah. But I like the I like the thought that you're going here. It's almost like a a fail safe. Uh, to if if the Runeberg Goldberg doesn't rune. Yeah, you just have a normal way of doing things. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Uh. Ryan, what can you can you guide us in as far as what kind of bombs and munitions we should be taking on these bombers? So, I think Scorch Bomber is pretty well set as he is. 
it's only got seven points. The fifth feedback yeah. ping, cluster missiles, bomb generator. Pretty easy. Um, I think we can do a lot more with Grudge uh, than just Bombla generator. Like, you can just straight upgrade that to Prox Mines. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big upgrade. And I don't think you need much more uh, that. You could go down to Cluster Mines so that you could go up Russian missiles and then have two points left for like skilled bombardier if you want but uh mm -hmm. rocks mines are very good Grudge. for sure and then uh i think breach man i wish breach was four points <laughs> just had a little less loadout just just be the fo's version of zori go go yeah. fire plasma torpedo but i think actually we can have a little more fun with this one because i What's interesting about this is Gideon's targeting synchronizer, if you stick with it, uh, yeah. with the sensor buoy and whatnot, that there's a chance that you could help mitigate your road issue of, oh, well, I'm I-5 and I had to shoot before them. Well, now, not only could you still shoot your munition with targeting synchronizer, I think DT-798 gunner might actually make some sense. Um, Okay. If we're shooting a high-powered uh, torpedo, uh, it's going to be proton, I think, on breach. I'm not spending five points for a plasma torpedo. I'm spending five points for proton torpedo. Um, I think DT-7 and 8 might actually have a real play there because if you are shooting an only focus modded proton torpedo, uh, you just need someone. I, 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 don't, I care a little less about the first uh, part of DT, the start of engagement phase, choose a friendly ship in your firing arc. You can you do that ship gains a strain token if someone's safe that they're not going to be shot which can happen with these fombers they go fast and drop bombs the turn after a lot so you can just throw one of them a strain they might not even care or just you know if you have you roll one die for each ship in the attack arc with one or more non non-lock red or orange tokens so if anyone's linking actions if you have gideon jam anybody and it sticks around um you know you would actually be able to mod more of that torpedo than just the focus if you need to use target synchronizer um i don't think it's that much investment because i think the baseline you want with breach is proton torpedo you have your feedback ping you got dt798 and proud tradition proud tradition goes extremely well with breach you assume breach would like to do a a three sloop over top of their target you know go through them mm -hmm. it is uh, their a lock go and uh lock. have prod tradition to focus fully mod shot off it is it is the super souped up version of proud pattern um exclusive breach mm -hmm. uh, it's only a choir lock and you're firing things like proton torpedoes uh, so you're taking, draws... you're taking no bomb on your breach as a note uh, changed it oh. for that DT. Now, if you want to, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't poo-poo this by any means. If you wanted to still take a bomb, I think you can easily drop down to plasma torpedo, and just have the same sort of setup and just fill in what you want from there. You could take, if you wanted. Uh, oh, we got rid of this point. We didn't take DT. 
you could take advanced proton and plasma torpedo. Oh, whenever, whenever you are ready for, this breach is shooting you with a torpedo at any range. We'll get you. Proud plasma advanced feedback like... thing. Interesting. Um, I like it. I like where your head's at here. I almost feel like with this many feedbacks around, cluster mines might be the way to go, because your yeah. if they don't hit all of them, that one mine out there uh, is just constantly figuring uh, triggering feedback pings. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you could drop the plasma, take cluster mines, and still take DT seven nine eight. Yeah, you still get still DT equals there. out pretty well. Um, Jewel Jaredrod's definitely the, the weirder one to me. Um, I4 Plasma Torp, not as helpful to the list, but the only thing shooting before Jewel Jaredrod is Breach. Mm -hmm. Just depends on how you plan on loading out your Breach or how you want to attack opposing forces. Uh, but Jewel carrying a, a torpedo has an option there. Um, you also, I, I, I haven't really played Jewel Jaredrod that much to know, but. Jewel Jaredrod, I know, is kind of like a, an innate... His ability, after you perform a boost action, you may spend a charge to remove three charges for the entire game, non-recurring, to remove one non-lock red or orange token. Um, so Prime Thrusters, like if Jewel gets stressed, can still do system phase boost and then get rid of that stress, as an example. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much that matters enough for you to reach six points for Prime Thrusters, though, where you might be able to get better stuff and better bombs realistically right and i still take a plasma torpedo and uh but yeah i can i could take feedback plasma cluster mine feedback plasma cluster mine okay i mean right, so grudge is the, there and the, if we're taking cluster mine breach like why not I also like, cluster I mine mean, jewel <laughs> i mean i put cluster mines on grudge too okay i think uh now i think we're starting to see a theme here uh, with the cl scattering cluster mines and sensor buoys out amongst the field uh, just to get as many feedback things as possible. Got two sources of plasma torps that can shoot before the rest of the list. What's the fuck do? Oh, Reg is going to put in some overtime here, that's for sure, with his ability <laughs> and all these cluster mines. Yeah. Okay. But don't just don't forget to do a feedback thing. I've seen enough Please people just trying forget. it out for fun <laughs> that like if we go through an entire turn and forget like the opponent ran next to like a bomb or a mine like five times. Right. That could have yeah. a trigger every single time. Yeah, you just need to have like have a lock in your hand when your opponent is moving ships. Yeah. Like I've seen that help out a lot. Just like have the thing that you want to do in your hand because like you can't forget it cuz like cuz you'll just be standing around it's like why do I have this in my Oh yeah, I'm feedbacking and then put, put the lock down. I like uh I like a lot of but cuz my question for you Ryan was going to be uh cuz the cluster missiles are close range. So, no no long range munitions but you kind of fix that with ha putting them on uh, the long range on the higher initiative jewels of four breaches of five so it should be able to stay back in the initial engagements to find those long range attacks 
I would also probably be putting my sensor brew is a lot closer to my edge of the board than my opponents. Uh, don't yeah. forget they can shoot them. Uh, they have two hull mm -hmm. and what three agility, something like that. But uh, if you put two them out, agility, but just three, put them on a cloud. Two, two hull, three agility. Oh, they're three agility. Okay. Yeah, four if you put them. Yeah, on, put them on, on an obstacle. obstacle. We, yeah. get, get big rocks. Big put rocks. them on the rocks. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. I did. I did favor Gideon with Agent Tarek's crew and targeting computer with keeping target synchronized. Yeah, I, I think the I think the Hux is just doubling down um, on something that we just don't need. Yeah, I, I like, like the got feedback thing and doing stuff. Uh, like you should be able to figure out a way to get mostly well modded, and Tarek's can help mitigate that if you actually have to take the lock, and Tarek's yeah. can throw you a calc. Mm-hmm. Or just like giving yourself calculates while you're out there coordinating. Yeah. That too. Throwing calcs over to the cluster missile ships if they got multiple if they have the chance to shoot both shots. True. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Well, it looks like there's a lot of options uh, you can take for this kind of list. Well, I'm just gonna throw one out there because that's the one I sent you and uh you um yeah what did you that, let's put, what did you well you don't have to bring the whole thing up just the it doesn't matter just the the main thing that's different because how you load the bombers it's just you know they're all basically different flavors of the same thing mm -hmm. um but the breach is the one that um i think is is um yeah it looks yeah, like because, you swarm tactics and magic yeah with uh uh, basically, plasma helps at i5 against right. uh, certain type of lists, mainly like big base and um, um, arc 170s, big and medium base. is going to help a lot. And then you have the mag pulse warheads, which will help against a different type of list, like the list that is going to throw something at you, whether it's a, a bomber with barrage rockets or, and saturation or something else, or you just need to burn. Um, a reinforce off of his ship early wow. then swarm tactics to get uh mostly grudge but any other ship that needs to get the ordnance out mm. um before you know if they're targeted and they're like well there's so much i5 out there just to get any of these other ships out that you know make sure that they shoot their shot um with grudge especially after seeing like the results for that was West Canadian. Mm -hmm. uh, probably not that same loadout. Probably something more, um, you know, like no shield upgrade and probably going with the cluster mines or thermal detonators and yeah, like maybe thermals. Uh, Put some and, thermals. Yeah, and actually, I kind of like the idea of concussion missiles as well. Or at least, even if it's not a grudge, one of the ships with concussion missiles just to get the. Uh, range three missiles available. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I like like thermal seismic feedback cushion or whatever. Like again, all this other stuff is it doesn't really change. It's just whatever right. the 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 main change that I had from what you guys were building is mostly just based around the um, the plasma mag pulse. Form tactics. I think that's um, 
Oh, you know what? You uh, you did put in one interesting thing about Jewel. Uh, I had forgotten this trick of uh, pattern analyzer. Oh, the pattern cluster and bomblet. Yeah, because Jewel's was Jewel's ready after you perform a boost. Yeah, oh, so you, you, don't, oh, boost, you don't have you, you don't have engine upgrade though. Charge to remove one lot, one non-lot red or orange. You don't need engine upgrade. Because when you perform a boost, after you perform a boost, you, you're not stressed. So that allows you to basically do your K turns um, all the time. So basically, you can still boost in your, you know, just a regular mm -hmm. boost at any time. Uh, right. And, I, I, I think you're... Yeah, uh, let, let, me, let me preface, though. So what I was... Uh, being able to boost with pattern analyzer sheds. Uh, oh wait, no, it wouldn't shed your stress, wouldn't it? Because you you don't have it yet. Wow. Oh. Well, never mind. Yeah. I'm talking. I didn't. I don't know the rules. Never mind. Read the it's, card. Read the read, rules. Read the rules. Read the <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of like, oh, you just boost with pattern analyzer, and then that would clear your stress. But I think if if you, yeah, you would have to have like primed and pattern or something but it yeah. didn't work out so never mind i take it all back still though uh what you're saying where you can we can uh boost and then still turn around and get that action uh, to be able to shoot very effective for yeah. these bombers pretty much any fo ship to be honest with you loves that pattern analyzer so good. Yeah, but mostly again, the, the the big thing would be like the swarm tactics, just to make sure that your other ships get the, just taking advantage of the i five. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Turns it almost into an alpha, a long range alpha strike. Then, kind of um, more niche, uh, just ping, feedback pinging people. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of different... Once you get up to these four and five point bombers where they have seven upgrade slots and like uh, 15, 18 loadout, have quite a few options for them. Uh, so that's that's fascinating uh, to see what, uh, what kind of ideas he has had for these different bombers. Is it a, a tournament winning list? I don't know. Will it be a lot of fun to make submarine noises while I'm feedback pinging? Could be. Uh, well, uh, I think though, uh, unless I'm missing anything from you three, I think we can call it a complete tier. Yeah. Uh, good, uh, quick night. Uh, yeah, we're exciting to, to see. Exciting to see what the next uh, World Open qualifiers are. Let me check on the schedule Pax. here. Oh, that's PAX in like two weeks, three weeks? Uh, three weeks, I think. Okay. Yeah, first week of December. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. That's in Ohio, if I'm not mistaken. Should be yeah. an exciting time. We'll have to check out the results of that as well. Does oh. anyone here plan to go to that one? 
Uh, I'm not able to, no. Uh, so when I'm taking my move. It's exciting. Getting prepared. getting prepared these next couple of weekends. We'll be leave this fine Java's Palace behind me to greener pastures. Uh, awesome. So, from everybody here at Gold Squadron, stay safe, stay smart. Gold Squadron, out. Thank you to ISO, Danko, Baffle, Trojan, Prophet, Shadow, Tycho, Spice, Raider, Lancer, Fallen, Row 6, 626, Chief, and J-List, our Grand Admiral Patrons. And all of our Gold Squadron patrons and community members, thank you for your support. Gold Squadron, out.